This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast, Movies on the Menu and Shazam. We spoke to William Mullally all about the big release this week, Shazam, and he managed to catch up with some of the big stars that appear in that movie. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and let's head to the movies and the big blockbuster, of course, that's uh, opening at the weekend, Shazam! Fury of the King. William Mullally's been finding out all about it. So what do we need to know about this film, William? So I don't know how big of a fan you were of the first Shazam, but if you haven't seen it, I think you'll find that movie to be an absolute delight. Yeah. For me... It was a huge... You felt the same way? Yeah, it was a great film. I went, went, took my son along to see it. Loved it. Yeah, it's so much fun. So if anyone who doesn't know, Shazam, which came out in 2019, was really this beautiful coming-of-age story, you know, in the vein of, you know, Tom Hanks is big, but instead of just becoming an adult, the boy becomes superhero. So basically there's this wizard who has the power to, to grant, you know, basically Superman-like powers to someone who is pure of heart and finds this orphan boy who's trying to manage, has never had anyone who really loved him. And so he's both you know, finding a family and finding himself with these powers. And while we watch that journey unfold in the first one, in the sequel, he's back and the story is bigger um, and better, I think, than ever before. It's, and this one feels much more like this pure you know, uh, you know, family fantasy slash superhero film that you know, I think also brings in some real heavy hitters to the cast, namely, I would say, Dame Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu, who both do a tremendous job here as the, uh, you can call them, let's call them antagonists, um, but basically they are the, these ancient beings who have come back to claim Earth for themselves, powered by, you know, the you know, Greek myths and all these, you know, different things. I think really they bring both humor, heart, and even menace um, in ways that are really unexpected. And so I think for all of them, as they, as Lucy and, and Helen and you know, Rachel Ziegler um, from West Side Story, who we previously had on this program, did a tremendous job playing these three sisters and bonding together in what turned out to be, I think, a really lived-in relationship on screen. I think it was something else. We just naturally had a chemistry together. And I think even from different cultures and um, our different experiences, we just came together. From different ages. I just feel like we are just easy yeah. with each other. And we're also, I find these two ladies incredibly humble and very generous. And I, that's something that I'm very attracted to. Mm. And I think the fact that, you know, in, in our world, uh, professional world, it's quite rare that you get to work with two, three, you know, th- two other women. Mm. Every day, more or less every day. It's it's really quite rare. Uh, you might have a scene with another woman in a movie. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, Lucy obviously has done Charlie's Angels, so she's more familiar with that sort of uh, scenario. Um, but it's quite rare. And so when it comes along, you do kind of treasure it and, and you look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, you're right. We were bonded through our through our costumes as well because not be. it, it was an experience <laughs> that we were all sharing, yeah. you know. So, um, but uh, it, it was just the pure pleasure of 
of a of a female energy um, and a female attitude. Well, there we are, the three sisters uh, from the Shazam movie. Um, I must drop in, William, um, on social media. I think the three sisters took a shine to you when when you did that interview. I was very... <laughs> I had no idea how to handle that at the time. Like, you could see it on my face. <laughs> we couldn't even play the clip because really it just... It was all just in my eyes. I had, Helen Mirren is just throwing compliments at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's agreeing, and I am just, I, I was at a loss for words, which, you know, I rarely am. But Helen Mirren managed to do that. And, you know, I think they are just, their, their stature in this industry is absolutely tremendous. But they've been through a lot, and I think they've changed a lot. And I think this movie also gave them a sense of play, you know, gave them a sense of, you know, capturing yeah, the, the yeah. spirit of why they loved this in the first place. So you could see they were having fun in our interview, and they were having a lot of fun in this movie. Let's hear the trailer then. Shazam! Fury of the King. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, here's the situation. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. The daughters of Atlas are coming to hunt us. Children stole the power of the gods. We ripped it from our father's core. Okay, I feel like maybe I should be writing all this down. Give us the powers, child. Your world will not survive this. You want these powers? Come get them! Well, there's the uh, trailer. This will definitely be filling out our cinemas, William. Oh, absolutely. I I think, you know, this is, I I think, the start of big things for where DC is going. Um, you know, I think Zachary Levi does a tremendous job here again. Jacqueline Grazer is absolutely science-bittingly funny. I love this whole cast, and, you know, I can't wait to see Shazam not only, you know, be, you know, top of the box office here, but be making movies well into the future, because I'm absolutely on board for this franchise. Right then, so that's Shazam. Now, something on 65 you want to talk about. Um, what's the story on this one? So 65... I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but the question is, what's 65? Are we, are, we, are we counting to something? And basically we have in this film Adam Driver crash landing onto a foreign planet and all of a sudden being faced with these gigantic monsters, fighting them, keeping care of this young girl in order to you know, take on this, these majestic beasts. But it turns out that this is 65 million years ago and they have landed on Earth and they are fighting the dinosaurs. So really, I think it's just this, you know, classic science fiction tale with you know, one of the best actors in the business fronting it in Adam Driver. And, you know, I was able to catch up with the producer who's um, originally from Afghanistan, who I think is super proud to be able to, to bring the story to the region in what is, I think, her biggest film to date. Of course, dinosaurs are exciting, and and so is action adventure. But what really, what I really resonated with was the father daughter relationship between uh, Mills and Koa. Um, I love that in the beginning he saves her, but in the end it's her that saves him. And their character journey from start to finish really resonated with me. No, absolutely. And like, what was it about these actors that you felt really fit the part so well? Like, what did they bring that no one else could? Yeah, I mean, Adam Driver is one of the best actors of our generation. So, you know, I you I don't have to explain why Adam. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> um, and Ariana is incredible. It was a worldwide search to find the perfect Koa. Um, it's not easy having an actress who doesn't speak much in a film 
be able to communicate so much with her eyes and her expressions and to feel all of these emotions from being vulnerable and angry and happy and playful. Um, So Ariana just completely blew us away. And the actress that played Adam's daughter, Chloe Coleman, is just one of the best as well and of her generation. And we were very lucky and fortunate with her actors in this film. Well, there we are, the producer of 65, and here's the trailer. My name is Mills. I was the pilot of the ship. We've crash-landed on an uncharted planet. We are the only survivors. I don't know where we are, but there's something out there. Something alien. Run! The trailer then for 65. Where can we see this, William? This one is only in cinemas right now, and it's been doing quite well across the region because, you know, this is just classic. You know, big shoot 'em up sci fi action um, with, I think, a tremendous lead here that I think is just, you know, absolutely candy for Middle East audiences. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. We are talking to our movie critic, William Mullally, about what we can see this week. And I just want to look ahead um, to next week. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is going to be opening up. He's back. It's Keanu Reeves um, as the John Wick character. Uh, What do you think of the franchise? So this one will be opening in a month here in the UAE. Um, it got delayed due to, to Ramadan. Also, as did Super Mario Brothers, Scream will be opening a bit late, as will Dungeons & Dragons. Um, but I think the, we're going to be hearing what the rest of the world thinks of it as it opens internationally. And for me, what I've been hearing is that this is the best John Wick yet. The action is just tremendous. I think they've continued to... You know, it started off as just this very simple film about a guy whose dog is killed and he needs to enact revenge on every single person. But it's turned into this, you know, mythos, you know, of this incredible spy network and the assassins who populate it and are all turned on Keanu Reeves as he fights for his life. And really it's just become an excuse for Keanu to not only be this, you know, quiet killer that he is so good at playing, but also just work with some of the best action and martial artists who have ever worked in cinema. So we have, you know, you know, Donnie Yen doing a tremendous job here. And I, I think since they know what they're leaning into, since this has ultimately just become the sort of Kung Fu martial arts film in a Hong Kong vein, it's becoming more and more that. And that's never a bad thing, especially when Keanu Reeves is involved. So I could not be more excited to watch this this Eid. Yeah, certainly looking forward to that. Also, of course, staying with fights and fighting, we've got Creed in cinemas. How's that faring? It's doing incredibly well, and not only is it doing well, it's done well enough that they've announced now a Creed universe populating. <laughs> okay. um, basically every platform there's going to be films, are going to be series that are going to pick up some of the smaller characters, and Michael B. Jordan is even going to be doing an anime based on Creed, um, which I, he basically, Creed 3 is basically an anime already. Like, <laughs> he's been very open about how influenced he was by you know, Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. And I think, really, this is just a chance to watch him flourish, not only as an actor, but as an artist. And the Creed universe is going to give him the opportunity to. And this is, 
I think, a heck of a calling card. I think this is something that he can use as a proof of concept, that he is this incredibly talented director who can make something that the masses absolutely love and respond to. I think the heart and soul of this film is really, really present. I think the you know partnership between Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors is not only great on screen, it's great off screen. They've done a tremendous job pushing this everywhere. And I think it's just cemented them as two of the biggest stars of their generation. And in Jonathan's case, I think perhaps one of the best actors of his generation, if not the best actor. I think he's just incredibly, incredibly talented, as I've told you many times before. But, you know, I really love what they were able to do here. I can't wait to see what they do as they expand this into every possible medium. Okay, so that's definitely well worth a trip to the cinema. Just before I let you go, just came across this headline, William, um, that after working with Tim Burton on on Wednesday, uh, Jenny Ortega is reportedly in talks to star in the long-planned Beetlejuice sequel. What do we make of that uh, headline? It is amazing that she's just, not only is she able to fill uh, the boots of uh, young Christina Ricci, but now Winona Ryder as well. She has that, you know, classic vibe that is just so Burton and I know he is so taken with her I think she will do a tremendous job with that but the problem is it's ultimately going to become she's such a big star at this point that it's absolutely her film like even if they bring back Michael Keaton I think she's going to just dominate it because her personality at this point is just a force of nature and she's also shown that creatively she's someone who will not just you know stand there and you know, do the acting. She will be intimately involved in every aspect. She's been saying that she was actually literally taking the scripts for Wednesday and rewriting scenes as they were going. <laughs> so at this point, I think not only should she be starring Beetlejuice 2, she probably should be writing it and, yeah. and should just be following her lead. Ultimately, he should probably produce and Jenny Ortega should direct it. Just give her the, the entire thing. Yeah. She could be the cinematographer as well as being in front of the camera <laughs> at the same time. I think she could pull it off at this point. And just staying with Jenna finally, uh, she's starring, of course, in Scream, the new Scream movie. This is going to be the first one that Neve Campbell's character, Sidney Prescott, does not appear. Do you think that's going to affect the appeal? I think at this point... Scream has become so powerful that it, I think they really managed to grow it um, with the fifth iteration, and the sixth has kind of cemented these young stars um, in taking it into its own thing. At this point, you know, Ghostface is the draw. We still do have Courtney Cox coming back, but uh, you know, I think at this point, Nev Campbell can maybe pop up down the line. Um, but I think she is, you know, happy to, to hand the reins off to these incredibly talented young stars. William, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Shazam it is. That's the big movie this weekend. Get along and see it. Can't wait. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.